So, the shutdown insurrection. We're going to talk about that tonight. Finally going to get to Bob Menendez and some uh, some other nonsense that uh, you all might find interesting. So, stick around. If you're watching the replay, skip ahead three minutes. Uh, watch the rest of the show. Hit the thumbs up. Follow the channel. Do all the free things. We love you. We appreciate you for it. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. in minnesota uh how you doing danny good al how are you um a little bit a little bit not not annoyed 
the chat isn't the chat's working. I can see the chat. We're seeing your comments, but I have this software that allows me to bring the comments up on the screen. Y'all have seen it. We we bring your little comments up often. on the screen because uh, we love our friends and we want the want them to be part of the show. That isn't working. It's telling me there is an update available. I haven't updated this thing in months, so that might be the issue. Um, so tonight. Not gonna be able to bring any comments up on screen. I apologize, but I do see them, and we will be uh, we will be taking your comments, and we will be uh, saying hi to our friends on the break. However, it is Monday, October second, two thousand and twenty-three. TPS report. Thank you all for being here. It's good to be back. It is great to be back, dude. There is so much to talk about. <laughs> I hope I hope we can get to it all. Um, we'll see. Uh, we're at least going to get to the stuff we were supposed to talk about last show and the show before. Right. Oh, we're so behind. Let's get started with this. Target closing nine stores due to theft uh, and organized retail crime, they're saying, Danielle. Uh, don't want to spend much time on this other than to say it's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Target announced Tuesday that it's shuttering nine stores on October 21st because of theft and organized retail crime are threatening the safety of our team and guests. Uh, why it matters, retail crime ac accounted for $112 billion in losses in 2022, according to a National Retail Federation report. Target says it cannot continue to operate the nine stores in four states because they are contributing to unsustainable business performance. Now, obviously, there's been a bit of a Target boycott going on, which right. hasn't helped them. Um, hasn't helped them in the least bit, to be honest with you. But these, these blue, deep blue cities with their uh, policies of, uh, hey, you can steal anything you want as long as it's valued at $950 or less. Right. They're not helping. And so these stores are, are closing up shop. They're closing shop and they're moving away. That's, right, yeah. It's not crime if it's decriminalized. Yeah. That's led to things like this. Democratic mayor proposes government-owned grocery store for racial justice... Chicago's Democratic mayor has announced, by the way, when, if we remember when uh, Beetlejuice was voted out. Lori Lightfoot. Lori Lightfoot. And Johnson was voted in. I said, don't expect anything to change. This is the same level of crazy in a different skin. Can That's I just all. say quickly, and we're going to stay on task, and I'm not going to drag us, drag us down a rabbit hole, but you did say that. Nature hates a vacuum, and that what was going to fill that hole was likely to be worse. And when Diane Feinstein died a few days ago, and everybody was playing Ding Dong, the Witch is Dead, I was thinking about that, about when right. Beetlejuice died and what replaced her. I was thinking... Y'all don't get too excited because just wait. Yes. And well, we're going to get to that story too, but go ahead. Okay. Well, Brandon Johnson, who is, is uh, listen, he's part of the problem. He's part of this progressive Democrat agenda that has driven these deep blue cities to the place they're at at the moment. Their ignorance of, of criminal justice, their um, the, 
their glorification of of the criminal, demonization of the victim, right, has brought us to the point where because stores are closing and leaving their cities, he's now suggesting that we have government-owned grocery stores for racial justice. Brandon Johnson said in a press release this month, where's my uh, story? That the city-owned grocery store, which would be the largest of its kind in the U.S., is needed to address the exit of corporate grocery stores and promote food equity or and just hear me out here or you start prosecuting theft right you start arresting people for stealing other people's stuff now it's to be expected this is the same mayor who is blaming kia and hyundai for that tiktok little background here some Kias and Hyundais had a software issue that made them easy to steal. When the, when the young Utes figured this out, a tick, as, as Utes are prone to do, a TikTok challenge appeared where uh, apparently you go off and steal a, a Kia or a Hyundai. Now, naturally... That's not the fault of the degenerate Ute doing the stealing. Right. It's the fault of the auto manufacturer, according to Mayor Johnson. The failure to install basic auto theft prevention technology in these models is sheer negligence. And as a result, a citywide and nationwide crime spree around automobile theft has been unfolding. I would expect the mayor of my city, instead of, instead of going after the, the car company... I would expect him to tell the youths in my city, don't steal cars. Yeah, go to school, get a job, quit stealing cars. Democrats are, they're, I'll tell you what they're trying to do. They're trying to extinguish property rights. They're trying to do away with property rights. I had a discussion with a friend today who didn't get it. They, I, I, I mentioned property rights, and he immediately said, well, I never mentioned people's homes or home invasions. And I, I had to try and explain, property is more than just your home. Right. Everything you own is your property, and your property rights apply to everything you own. And Democrats seem to be wanting to abolish the... the I mean... It's not even a, it's not even a, um, what am I trying to say? They're just trying to abolish the entire concept of property rights, a legal concept of property rights. They're sending the message to, uh, to primarily young people, but I, I do see some older people getting involved in the looting because I mean, hungry people need their Gucci just like everybody right. else. There's TVs. Right? Yep shoes yeah i mean if you're hungry what do you need prada yes obviously uh but it's mostly young people and there's a number of reasons they're doing it but they feel like it's acceptable to do it because these progressive democrat politicians have told them it is acceptable 
to do this. We're not going to prosecute you. We understand times are tough. Times right. are hard. How are you, if, if, how are you ever going to get that Prada purse if you don't go out and steal it? Is what they're telling them. But of course, the natural result of this is, is companies stopping doing business and moving out, which then leaves a void that needs to be filled. Nature abhors a, a, abhors a void. And so now Mayor Johnson believes that it's the taxpayer's responsibility now to build grocery stores, build, stock, staff, run and operate grocery stores. Not for a profit. You, the taxpayer, you're not going to be stakeholders in this. You're not going to be shareholders. You're not going to get paid dividends. Right. What you're going to be doing is using your taxpayer money to finance retail theft. Because that's what these places will be. They will be a come in and take what you want. Because we're not going to arrest you. We're not going to prosecute you. You take what you want and we'll restock it. And don't worry, the taxpayers have got this. There won't be any appreciation of the taxpayers. They're not going to say, thank you, Mr. and Mrs. Taxpayer. Right. There, it's, it's going to become an entitlement. And I have to believe that a lot of this is intentional. That they are allowing the cities to degenerate to this point so that they can step in and implement brand new social programs like this food desert grocery stores for racial justice. Yes. You know, and Al, the intern and I were talking about this the other day. I do believe that there are, I mean, they call them food deserts, but I, I mean, I absolutely believe that there are situations where people in low income areas are not, you know, like their grocery stores have closed, their Walgreens have closed because of this looting and theft. Yes. So, Actual hardworking people who work, you know, 12, 14 hours a day to try to stay in whatever, you know, barely subsistence existence they're living. And that now there aren't stores around for them to go and buy groceries or get their, you know, well, and then pharmaceuticals you have, and, and, or whatever. Right. But then you've also got Democrat policies that have driven up the price of everything. I was at the grocery store tonight and I was walking by the, the Lay's potato chips. They were $6 a bag for, for potato chips. Yep. There's maybe one potato in, an, in, in a bag of chips. And that's in the large bag. It's maybe one, one, possibly two potatoes sliced up, fried, thrown in a bag, sprinkle on your choice of, you know, chemical Seasoning, flavor. Yeah. $6. For a bag of chips. No one can afford food, really, in this right. economy. Thanks to Joe Biden, thanks to Democrat progressive policies, thanks to shutting down an entire economy for two years. We know who we have to thank for this. And again, I have to believe it was purely intentional, leading us down the path of this type of garbage. Yes, 100%. It's absolutely insane. So if if this goes through, um, the, the taxpayers of Chicago, this is in Chicago right now that's being pro uh, proposed, uh, you will be grocery store owners. 
not profitable grocery stores by any means. Um, effectively, they're going to be a disaster. It's going to be like the disaster prep food store down the road here. Can't remember what right. it's, Food Depot or something it's called. I don't know what it is, but it is like a disaster prep store. Uh, that's what they're going to be running in um, uh, Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. So uh, did I say something I wasn't supposed to say? No. Okay, good. Okay, good. I thought I said whatever no, the it's supposed to be. Okay, good. Dodged a bullet there. Um, all right, let's move. Let's say hi to our friends first before we move on because um, they're all here with us and we need to say hi to them. And we are happy they're here. We are very happy they're here. Who do we have? Je uh, Je is that That's Jeff? Jeff. Okay, Jeff Kukin. What's up, Jeff? Hey, Good Jeff. to see you. Rumple is here and Rumple, Rumple is, is back here. in the United States. Is he here? Rumple, are you here or you're traveling? I know he was traveling today. So if you're traveling, safe travels. If you're here, welcome home. Mm -hmm. Welcome back. Uh, Peggy Brown is here. What's up, Peggy? Hey, Peggy. Good to see you. There's Jake Kukin. We got Jake. Jeff and hey, Jake. Jake in the chat. What's up, Jake? Um, Diamond Dave is here. There isn't Hi, honey, a honey. principal alive who can't recognize a fire alarm from a mile away. We're <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're going to get to that. Um, Janine is here. What's up, Janine? Hey, Good Janine. to see you. Bill Campbell's with us. What's up, Bill? Hey, Bill. Simplified, buddy. Uh, your mom's here. Hey, Rita. Hey, Mama. Good to see you. Um, Rumple with a super chat. Thank Great you, to be going back. Okay, so yes. maybe uh, maybe Rumple he is headed isn't. back. Okay, maybe not back in the states just yet. Um, okay, that's Jeff. Now I'm going to be, green, Jake I'm gonna be confused all night. Every grocery store out there is owned by the government. I don't know what that means. Government wants us to rely. I, I mean, they're not currently, right? Yeah, no, I don't think so. Be. But he is, works for Kroger, so I don't know if yeah. he's talking about subsidies and stuff from Maybe. the government. I don't know. Uh, Michelle Brown is here. What's up, Michelle? Hey, Michelle. Um, Brett Brown is here. What's up, Brett? Hey, Brett. What's going on? Jake I says eggs are $8 out there. $8. Jeez. It's crazy. It's absolutely insane. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Democrats. Speaking of Democrats and their corruption, this is going to be quick. We're not going to spend too much time on this. Bob Menendez and his wife indicted on bribery charges. By the way, not the first time that Bob Menendez has been indicted. Won't be the last time that Bob Menendez has been indicted. And I'm not going to go into the story. Most of you will know about this. But what I haven't heard, um, I, I don't think I've any, heard anyone hear what I believe is going on here. Bob Menendez is a sacrificial lamb. Bob Menendez, I think Bob Menendez actually has cover here. I think he's perfectly fine. I don't think everything, anything's going to happen to him. I believe he is protected. I mean, he's a New Jersey gangster at this point. Um, Bob is a, Bob is a uh, puppet in the Department of Justice game of, uh, I don't know why, I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's a shell game, right? Yeah, the Department of Justice are trying to prove there's no two-tier justice system here. Right. Look at this. We're going after a Democrat, too. Yeah, they're going after a Democrat that's been corrupt his entire life. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the Department of Justice decide to go after him. Coincidence? Right. 
No, obviously it's not a coincidence. Right. It's perfectly well planned. They need a leftist. They need to be able to put a leftist prop up on a uh, up on a platform and say, "Look what we're doing here. It's not just Donald Trump we're going after. It's not just the the conservatives or or the the white nationalist Republicans, the MAGA Republicans right. that we're going after. We're going after a Democrat as well." That's all the proof you need that this is not a two-tier justice system. Folks, this is gaslighting. This is gaslighting. This will all go away. Bob Menendez isn't going to jail. Bob Menendez probably won't even see the inside of a courtroom. This is all for show. It's a smokescreen designed to try to get you to believe that this Department of Justice is impartial and fair. It's, it's bollocks is what it is. I, yeah. I'd heard somebody else talking about um, it. Yeah. It being a, a sham, but I didn't hear the story. I didn't know what it was, but that makes sense. I mean, we know it's a sham because there's been ample evidence of Bob Menendez's uh, uh, guilt. Tomfoolery. For, for decades at this point. And they've, they've all of a sudden decided to go after him. Come on. I was born at night. Not last night is what they say, I think, Danielle. Yeah. So yeah, Bob Menendez. Uh, it, it's not, it's, honestly, it's not what you think it is. Or it's not what they're trying to tell you it is, folks. Keep an eye on it. You'll see. You'll see it disappear. After, uh, after they're done with Trump, you won't hear another peep right, yeah. about Bob Menendez. Take that out with the trash. You wait and see. Um... Rumpel is on a 16-hour delay in Dublin. Oh, so, no. Yeah. Good luck uh, getting home, buddy. Safe travels. Uh, I mean, good beer, though. Just, yeah. go, just go get tanked somewhere. It's Jake 16 hours. Says, You've got eight hours of binge drinking and eight hours of recovery. Yeah, there you go. Good old nap. Sorry, Jeff says grocery stores get kickbacks on taxes and food stamps and mm. other things from the government. Okay. So, yes. That makes sense. They are government subsidized. Um... Listen, in um, in completely predictable news, Maxine Waters died, and for some reason, by the not well, it was not Maxine Waters. Um, what's her knob's name? Diane Feinstein. Sorry, yes. Diane Feinstein. Sorry, <laughs> I need a second. I was yeah, I was living in uh, living in Hopeland right there. Yeah, you just killed Maxine Waters. <laughs> yes, yeah, Diane Feinstein. Uh, listen, I here's the thing. I don't care. And right. no, I, I've, I've got some would, well. I've got some leftist acquaintances. They're a little bit annoyed that I just don't care. The very same people who wish Donald Trump dead are upset that I don't care that this leftist ghoul has died. Right. Um, yeah, it, it makes no difference to me. I'm not going to shed any tears female for her. Bernie. Yeah, we're not going to be. She's been dead for years, and they've been parading her about. Yeah, we're not going to be commiserating here on this show. I didn't know her. I could give two shits about uh, Diane Feinstein. It's up to Governor Newsom now, though, to pick her uh, replacement, at least to fill the remainder of the term until right. the next election. And Governor Newsom, of course, had promised to pick a black female because that's what matters here. Obviously, 
what matters in in our represent i would say elected representatives uh not the case here obviously this is appointed but what really matters is their gender and the color of their skin it's what matters not the quality of their character we'll get to that but the, their gender and the color of their skin and i assume you're going to get to this but he didn't say uh black female from california that's right. He did not specify, did he? Oh, uh, nope. He's he's picked the first black lesbian because, again, it, I, guess, I guess that matters. Senate appointee uh, immediately hit with a scandal and cover up. He's picked this uh, this lady, LaFonza Butler, who was the. Well, I'll tell you what she is. She's a radicalized abortionist is what she is. She was the, the chairman of Emily's List. Emily's List are the pro-abortion, uh, pro-post-birth abortion, radical feminist organization that, um, well, seems want to, they, they hate everybody and everything, right? Except killing babies. Except killing, they love killing babies. Right. I mean, if if, well, and, if they see a baby, they want to they they actually want to do a, a well, an abortion on yeah, it. Yeah, they're mad they didn't already get to it, yeah. and they they work to get pro-abortion politicians elected. Mm -hmm. Like that's true. That is their. Oh, charter. That, that's that's their mantra. That is their yep. only goal is to get pro-abortion Democrats elected to office. Um, I say Democrats because it's Democrats that are pro killing right. babies uh not republicans generally although trump you know he flip-flops on the issue to be honest right. with you um so this organization was headed by this uh uh i'm gonna say black lesbian because apparently that matters um was headed by this lafonza butler whose only qualifications appear to be working on Kamala Harris's failed 2020 presidential campaign while being a black lesbian. Naturally. Can we just call her the Fonz? The Fonz? La Fonza, the Fonz? <laughs> you know that's who she's named after. Yeah, may as well. So, listen, we I, I touched on, I can't remember if it was on this show or an episode of Sunday Gunday. Talking about the the links between you know uh, the government, social media, the now government and the gun groups. We did talk about on this show yes. how the how the gun groups, the anti the anti gun lobby, now have an office in the White House. Well, now the pro abortionist lobby has a senator in Congress with direct access to departments and data and federal resources. And that should scare, well, anybody that's even remotely pro-life, that should scare you. And if you are a reasonable pro-choice, and when I say reasonable, here's what I mean. Heartbeat bills. The majority, the vast majority of Americans agree with the heartbeat legislation that's been passed in many states around the country. The vast majority of Americans agree with it. That once you detect a heartbeat, your right to simply just kill that child for no other reason than you don't want it, that right is extinguished. You and no longer even, have it. Even if you're anti, or I don't want to say anti-heartbeat bill, but even if you don't support heartbeat bills, but you think that once a, 
a creature can live outside the mother's womb that it shouldn't be killed. Right. You should be horrified. Yeah. I mean, because to some people, heartbeat bill is still a bit much, but I think the vast, vast, overwhelming majority of people can agree that if the baby can live outside the mother's womb, then it's, then, then it's, that's, yeah. that's past the point. Well, this, this woman and her organization that have lobbied for no questions asked abortion at any point in time up to and including giving birth, you could be on the 29th day of the eighth month of pregnancy. You could be, you could be squeezing a baby out of you. And this organization argues that at that point, you should be able to kill that baby. She now has a seat in the Senate and she will be the incumbent moving forward. And if she decides to run, she has that incumbent advantage. And um, we may very well be stuck with this radical lunatic in the Senate at this point, which gives this organization, Emily's List, unfettered access to federal data. Because if you believe for one minute this woman's going to actually follow the laws of the land, you're insane. Look right. at what yeah, she look, look at what she's devoted her life to, killing babies. You think she cares about federal data protection laws? Absolutely not. Not one bit. <sighs> Gavin Newsom, man. Yeah, she lived in Maryland. She was a resident of Maryland. I know uh, she up until 19 By the days way, ago. she still is. No, up until she, today. Okay. They just changed her Twitter bio today and to, her, remove the, uh, to remove the geolocation data. Her Emily's List bio, they just deleted the line that she and her wife lived in Maryland with their daughter, Shaniqua, or whatever her name is. Yeah. Um, yes. So... I don't know what California's residency requirement is to be able to take this seat. I think it's two years. You're supposed to have established residency and lived there for two years. She hasn't. She's been in Washington, D.C. They're trying to cover up that fact right now and claim that, no, she's been a resident of, of uh, California for the last two years. Uh, she was just doing some work in Washington, D.C. Well, that's interesting because she only became the president of Emily's List in 2021. Right. Which would have been when that bio was written, which yeah. was two years ago. Uh, Emily's List have now removed the final line in LaFonza Butler's bio that states she lived in Maryland. They've scrubbed her Twitter account of geolocation data so that, um, uh, so that, uh, you know, you, you can't find it at this point. The her ta her taxes show a residency in D.C. in in Maryland, not in um, not in California. California. She sh she's not eligible for this seat. But there you go. Here's the uh, here's the thing about. Um, 
on Twitter about her locate geolocation data. Uh, if I guess if I bring this up, you'll see she had uh, Maryland here. You see it underlined in red, and it's been updated to remove the geolocation data. Do you see that, Danielle? Mm -hmm. It's a big cover-up going on right now because uh, she's not eligible to hold office in California. But again, if you expect them to follow the law, you're gravely mistaken. Bill says, I thought he knew some stipulated that the person he appoints could not run for the seat. I I can't imagine he oh, could do I, that. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't know that he has the... Uh, authority even to do that but maybe perhaps perhaps this is just a stopgap to get emily's list a seat of in congress to give right. them access to the federal databases they need access to so that they can um you know kill more babies right moving forward because yeah they can kill a bunch of babies before the yeah. next election cycle yeah and imagine the laws this lunatic's going to propose can you imagine? Oh, it's it's absolutely. I mean, we've sickening. seen them. Yeah, we have. We've seen. We've them. seen the laws. Absolutely sickening. However, we did dodge a bullet because uh, apparently Meghan Markle wanted the job. Danielle. I mean, she fits the bill. She's a black woman. Meghan Markle, the Queen of California. Uh, in the hours that it was announced that long time after it was announced that longtime California Senator Diane Feinstein passed away, and while serious speculation about who Governor Gavin Newsom would appoint as a replacement was happening on social media, there was also some lighthearted speculation about some non-traditional candidates Newsom could appoint. I wrote about one of these possibilities a few hours later. By the way, all sources available over on uh, Locals. But as I was researching the piece, I realized that the Meghan Markle suggestion was actually a legit possibility. Um, there, uh, apparently, Markle has been... Markle has been hanging out with some uh, fairly prominent Democrats. She has... Uh, she's been getting introduced by some um, fairly high-ranking Democrats to other high-ranking Democrats in California and spreading the word that she would run for Senate or potentially president of the United States because politics apparently are Meghan Markle's passion now. Now, you know, it was acting. Then it was pretending to be black. And now uh, apparently it's politics. Um, it was privacy, obviously. We, we forget that entire... We respect our privacy. It was that for a minute, but now... And it was um, princessing for like 42 yeah, seconds? Yeah, princessing for a couple of minutes. Uh, yeah, princessing, then privacy. Uh, now she wants to be president of the United States because what's more private? Podcasting, podcasting. Podcasting, sorry, uh, Netflix specials. Right. You know, because again, what's more private than all of that? Then all of those things. Yeah. Right. Um, you definitely retain your privacy when you're running for Senate or the uh, presidency. But I imagine they'll have to remake the rules to, to appease Meghan Markle because otherwise she's just going to do a Netflix special bitching about how America's mistreating her. They right. want to know all about me and all I want to be is president. I don't know how she talks. Probably, I don't probably something like that, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, dodged a bullet in this regard 
because I I can't imagine this bitter harpy cunt representing anyone. Oh, we got the fawns instead. So I mean, that's true. I mean, yeah. I mean, whatever. At least at least Meghan Markle has some bad acting. Killer of royal families, killer of right. babies. I mean, yeah, that's true. It's uh, six of one, half a dozen of the other. And apologies for the C word, but I, I am not a fan of Meghan Markle after what she's done, quite frankly. Plus, she ruined, she killed Harry. She yeah. murdered Harry's yeah. spirit, is what she did. And you like you some Harry. I do. I do like me some Harry. And it really annoys me. She cuckolded Harry. The guy that was supposed to ride back into England on horseback, swinging a, swinging a sword. Chopping off heads. Chopping off heads, taking over, and claiming his rightful place on the throne. It's never going to happen now because he's been cuckolded I mean, by He might Meghan. still lose his shit and gird his loins and chop off her head, ride around, carrying it by the hey, hair. You can only hope, right? You can only I mean, hope. Some uh, you some, English have done some some oldie, bitter, bitter shit some in the oldie past. English justice taken War after the roses taken, wasn't just a bad eighties movie taken after his great great granddad. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I shouldn't wish Henry the Eighth thing on Meghan Markle, but um, I, I mean, if think, anybody you know, though, yeah, if, if anybody, yeah, that's all. That's all we're gonna say. Can't, can't think of a, a better recipient of a bit of uh, Henry VIII thing, to be honest with you. What's everyone saying in the chat, Danielle? What am I missing? Uh, let's see. Diamond Dave says, uh, before a Hertz gig, she was firing ketchup bottles. Filling ketchup at bottles at a diner on Sunset. Sunset. Was she really? That, that's I don't know. what that's I mean, that's I, what most actresses do before they come actresses, right? I believe Dave. They uh, they do a bit of uh, waitressing or um, serving coffee, and that's not criticism, by the way. It's it's one of those gigs that gives them time. There's a reason for it. It's one of those gigs that gives them time to go audition. That's why it's common right. yes. for yep. for actors yep. and actresses to work in the service industries while they're trying to break in. So it doesn't right. surprise me in the least that she worked in the service industry. Yeah, and and whatever. I'm not. I wouldn't criticize her for that by any means. Uh, I criticize her for being a lying whore, right? And yeah. um, and uh, trampling all over my queen's grave. Yes, that's what yeah. I blame her for. Yes, uh, which Dave also reminds us that Feinstein employed her driver for over twenty years. Driver turned out to be a Chinese spy. Mm, Chinese spy. The whole that's time. right. Yeah. That's right. Imagine what they learned from that backseat blabbermouth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Feinstein yeah. and uh, Feinstein and who was Fang Fang's boyfriend? What's his name? Oh, damn oh. it. Why don't I remember that? Because he was in the news today as well. About, oh, was he? Yeah, regarding the next story we're about to talk about, Jamal Bowman. It was um, Swalwell, Eric Swalwell, yes, yes. Fang Fang's boyfriend. Yeah, he made a he made a dig at Thomas Massey, and Massey came back and said, "Oh look, Feng Feng's boyfriend is talking to me about uh, talking <laughs> to me." I think I have a story I for that pulled it. up. Thanks, Dave. We're going to talk about it. I um, love it. Yeah, so let's talk about Jamal Bowman, shall we? Yes. 
Jim, Jamal Bowman. Listen, he's a New York thug. Yeah. Um, there's no other way to put it. The guy's a New York thug. Everything about him, the way every, the way he presents himself, his, his entire demeanor, the guy's a, a New York thug in a suit. That's all he is. And again, no, no, I have no problem with that. Be who you are. But we have to understand who we're dealing with here. We're right. dealing with a thug. Yet again, another Democrat with no respect whatsoever for the rule of law. A absolute hypocrite and uh, piece of shit of the week. Yes, it's been revived. Wow, Jamal, we haven't had one of those in a while. Jamal Bowman, piece of shit of the week. So I think the people know what happened, right? He pulled it there. There was going to be a vote on a continuing resolution to keep the government open. I have no problem if the government shut down, just shuts down, just putting it out there. But there was um, a, a continuing resolution. He, he says he was headed to vote and he got confused by a door, pulled a fire alarm instead of a door handle, as you do. As you do. Right, right. I never if mind that he was... Never if you're Feinstein and you're 94 years old and yeah. you're completely outside your head. Yeah. yeah. Never mind that he was a school principal and, um, you know, they run fire drills all the time. Never mind that fire alarms are big and red and say fire on them. He got confused. Doors are confusing. We all know this. Listen, sometimes you push them. Sometimes you pull them. Sometimes they go around in circles. Other times they open for you as if by magic. Right. And then occasionally you have to pull a fire alarm to get them to right. open. Just makes sense. Yes, yeah, sometimes to me. there's a knob. Sometimes there's the brake bar. Sometimes there's a thing on the wall that says press in case of fire. Mm -hmm. And that's what you press to open the door. Listen, for a lot of Democrats, some of them you have to put trash cans through before you can make entry right. into the Prada shop. Those are the right. trickiest of doors. Yes, yep. You got to make your own entry with a trash can. Um, so yeah, doors doors are tricky. Is uh, Jamal Bowman's defense here? But there's some background we have to talk about. If if you choose to believe Jamal Bowman's excuse here, it's because you don't know what happened leading up to this. They were at a point in the negotiations, Danielle, where some Democrats had entered a motion to adjourn for the weekend, which would have forced the government into shutdown. Because make no mistake about it, the Democrats wanted this shutdown. Certain or a certain faction of Democrats, including the squad. Well, guess, guess what faction of government Jamal Bowman belongs to. He belongs. He's, he's a, a squad. Boy. He's a part of the squad. He's a squad yep. boy. He's the token boy in the squad is what he is. That's, by the way, how you know he's a thug. He's a member of the squad. Well, that faction of the part of the party had uh, had brought forward a motion to adjourn. It was going to get defeated. When all of a sudden the fire alarms go off. Coincidence? No. No, it isn't. Especially when you consider, let's take a look at some evidence here. 
This is Jamal Bowman pulling the fire alarm. You don't really see it well in this picture. I, I have another, I thought I had another picture of it, but he has something in his hand. Let me see if um, there's a better picture. You see that in his hand, yes? Yes. It's roughly squarish. And uh, in that particular case, it's white. Yes? Yes. Let's take a look at this area right before Jamal Bowman appeared in it. What do you see in this picture that you don't see in this one? A sign. Those little red signs up here on the door, right? Yeah. Which coincidentally... Now, these are the, they're the white plastic, red on one side, white on the other, and they're laser engraved, so the white lettering comes through. If you were to rip those off of the door and hold oh, them, what the would back. they, with the back facing out, what would they look like? Because you don't want to like hold them, you don't want to hold them paper. with the red side facing out, because that's like a, a cape to a bull, right? right. Or, right. or that's like a sign to a Secret Service agent. Right. You obviously you want to you want to conceal the red side of it. But right. those those signs if you were to tear them off and hold them, they would look suspiciously like the thing that Jamal Bowman is holding in his hand. Um he pulled those off of the door. And in that picture you can see the spot where he's standing. And there's something on the wall. Back it up just a little bit. There's something on the wall that looks suspiciously oh, yeah. Well, like. Yeah, looks suspiciously like a, a fire alarm. Fire alarm. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. But these signs are um, indicating that this door, if you open it, the alarm will sound. This door has been blocked off. It's an emergency exit only. Jamal Bowman is arguing that he didn't know this was an emergency exit and he was just trying to open the door to, to get out, right? But the door was a door I use all the time, he said, and it was locked. Here's the truth. He's never used this door. He, he walked up. He pulled these signs off of the door. He turned to his left and he pulled that fire alarm, right? That one right there strangely enough, that yeah. says fire on it. That's the one he pulled. Now, he wants us to believe that this wasn't an insurrection because it, it, if we go by the Democrats' very own defin definition of insurrection, which is obstructing an official proceeding, then that's what Jamal Bowman did here. Now, he wasn't wearing horns, obviously. He wasn't in cosplay with a little Viking helmet and a spear. He was in his he was in his suit. Uh, he just happened to tear down some signs and pull a fire alarm. But his intent was exactly the same that they claim the January 6th protesters had. His intent was to disrupt an official proceeding. Jamal just wanted to go home for the weekend. That's all because he's a lazy prick. He doesn't want to do the people's business beyond 3 p.m. on a Friday. Who the who does? Right. Who, can, right? who could blame him? Who does when you can jump on a taxpayer finance first class flight back to wherever the hell he comes from and, um, you know, go do your, I imagine, lots of, co allegedly a lot of cocaine 
up there when he's uh, when he's up there being a, a fine, respectable, upstanding citizen. Allegedly, we don't know that that's the truth, but those are report. Those are the reports. He likes a bit of cocaine. Apparently, is, is what uh, he just likes the smell of it. Now see. stop it. Yeah, like just 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 the smell of it. Um, so he wants to go home. There's a motion to adjourn. The motion's going to fail because Democrats are about to make a deal with Republicans. No thanks to Matt Gates, by the way. We'll get to that. Uh, oh, by the way, if if you like Matt Gates, I'm probably going to annoy you again tonight yeah, talking about Matt Gates because I've and listen, it's nothing new. I've done it in the past. We've talked about Matt Gates before. We're going to talk about him again. Um, but Democrats were about to make a deal with Republicans or, or vibe Republicans were going to make a deal with Democrats to keep the government open. The, the deal would would have involved 8% spending cuts or up to 8%. That was the Republicans' opening position. Unfortunately, Matt Gates scuttled all of that. So what we've now seen is an expansion of government, additional spending. Thank you, Matt. Again, we'll get to that. But but Bowman wanted to go home. He was done for the day. He's one of the faction that wanted the government to shut down because these Democrats want to use it as a weapon against Republicans. Um, they saw their little plan of, of adjourning and shutting the government down. They saw it going awry. And so he pulled this fire alarm. And yet he wants you to believe, oh, it was an accident. Now, here's what we need. Here's what we need, because there was, oh, boy, oh, boy, was there ever a lot of fuss made about January 6th. It was compared, Kamala Harris compared it to 9-11. You remember? Right. Yes. The most, the most violent, the most violent uprising in American history. Never mind that no one was armed and the only people killed were killed by Capitol Police. Rosalind Boyland, Ashley Babbitt. Um... Never ignore the ignore facts and let's right. just talk about the hyperbole that it was the most violent uprising in American history led by a, a fella in cosplay with some Viking horns and a spear. That was it. That was that was the in, that was the totality of the armaments that day. They committed an insurrection by disrupt by by obstructing an official proceeding. By that definition, Jamal, Jamal Bowman just committed an insurrection. So here's what we need now. We need a public, a public investigation, just like the January 6th investigations were public. We need an investigation into this. We need the video released. At the very least, we need the video presented to a grand jury so that they can decide whether Jamal Bowman committed an insurrection. Because I'll tell you what the video is going to show. The Secret Service released that one still image. They right. left, they left, a, they could have cropped out up to his hand there. They left it in there for a reason. Whoever in the Secret Service published that photo, they left his hand holding that white rectangle, they left it there for a reason. Because the Secret Service can't comment on this publicly, but what they absolutely can right. do is leak a little bit of information. And that's what they've done here. Because if there's one thing the Secret Service is, it's a law enforcement agency. 
And there are people in the agency that are going to want the law applied equally. I'm not going to say all of them, but there are going to be a lot of them that want to see the law applied equally. Releasing this little tidbit is enough to raise questions about Jamal Bowman's excuse in this matter. And I guarantee you, if the videos are released, it's going to show Jamal Bowman tearing those signs off of that door, then pulling that alarm bell, and then escaping out of that door, trying not to get caught. Because that's he, what he did. He is, No, he bailed. He took no, off. I thought he ran back in and went to a different door. Well, okay, maybe he did. He, yeah, I thought I, he I thought he went that through door. that door personally, no, I, but maybe he didn't. But Which yeah, is he, more he took to the off. point, he wasn't trying to get out that door. He set off the fire alarm, from what I understand, ran back in and went to a different floor and left through a different door. Well, then what, so, then his his thinking probably here was to remove those signs and then be able to say, well, somebody must have gone through that door. But they got images of him doing it. Right. And that's the only reason he came forward is because the Secret Service had images of him doing this. This nasty thug wasn't going to fess up to this. Do you think, and I'm doing that thing where like trying to apply logic in an illogical situation, but do you think somewhere in his head, he thought that that was like the nine square feet in that building that wasn't under video surveillance? Possibly, possibly. Or he or thought, I'm, I'm, or he thought, I'm a Democrat. They're not going to throw me under the bus. Just the arrogance of thinking he could get away with it. Yeah. Like or, not uh, even having to think about getting caught. Yeah. Um, Rumpel, thank you. I read a, a little super $2 super chat for another, Thanks, by the way, $2 super Thanks, chat buddy. from Rumpel. Thank you, dude. Uh, the lack of logic here is just dot, dot, dot. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it makes no sense. And this is the yes. point Danielle's making now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it's nonsensical. What is he Thinking. Well, unless he thought I'm a Democrat, they're not going to throw me under the bus. And I think that's you know, what he still believes. His his adamant denial that he's done anything. Actually, let's hear it from him. Uh, do you still stand by your statement that uh, fire alarm was an accident? You know, I don't know why this has gotten so much attention. I was literally just in a rush to go vote, man. That's all it was. <laughs> Are you afraid of any repercussions either from leadership or from legal aid from Capitol Police? I, I mean, listen, I take responsibility for what I did, you know, but like I said, I was in a rush to go vote and, uh, you know, the investigation will, will, will sort everything else out. Uh, have you talked to Jeffries about it? Oh, yeah, of course. That's day one. Yes. How was that conversation? Well, I got to keep that between me and the leader, so I'm not going to share that publicly. Yeah, uh -huh. but we've been in touch with each other. Still, he's sticking to that story. And, you know, hey, fair play to him. If that's your story, stick to it, and um, let's let the let the chips, whatever the phrase is, let the chips fall, fall where they fall may. Where they may. Um, so the intern and I were talking about this. Sometimes in a football game, when you need a little break and you don't want to waste a timeout, the coach sends in the catch a cramp play, and somebody catches a cramp and they fall down. And yeah, yeah. it happened in the Georgia Auburn game, and dude falls down on the field and. The when the game came back from the because of course you go to commercial, 
when the game came back from the commercial, they showed what happened right before that. And he was walking along and you saw him look up at the bench and then fall on the ground and catch a cramp. Yeah. He clearly got the catch a cramp signal. And I think that's what happened. Of course he did. He's the junior congressman. Yes. He was told, go do this. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. He got thrown to the wolves. Yeah. Well, allegedly he was told, I imagine again, this is opinion. Um, I imagine he's the junior congressman and leadership came up to him and said, we need a distraction. Go do this. And we've got your back. We got your back, Bowman. We got your back. And um, here we are now. And I wouldn't, here's the thing. I would normally, normally I would say fair play. It's politics. Yeah. Fair play. But because of the, the fuss and the ruckus and the, the targeting of old ladies, old ladies who were escorted into the Capitol by Capitol policemen. They've been targeted and prosecuted and either fined or locked up for that. What they did that day. I'm not talking about the people that caused damage and destruction. I'm talking about, Regular American citizens who were there on a very historic day, who were s we saw we've seen it on video. They were. Right. I'm not even talking about the 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 shaman. Not even talking about him. I'm talking about old little old ladies, your grandmothers that were escorted in by Capitol policemen who were hunted down and persecuted by this Department of Justice. And then we have Jamal Bowman, and he may very well get away with this by saying, I was just in a rush to vote, man. Doors are confusing. I, I, I'm i sorry. I didn't know, didn't know what was going on. Doors are confusing. Right. He may get away with this while, while people have been locked up for far less. People who had nothing to do with obstructing an official proceeding have been locked up for far less. And this jackass may very well get away with this. And he probably will. He probably will because what's the betting we've talked about this before. How when Congress write their laws, they always put that provision in. Well, this law doesn't, this law doesn't apply to Congress. What's the betting that what he did, there's a carve out for it. Yeah. And that because he's in Congress, he was, he's immune. He's exempt, I should say. Yeah, when they're in session. Yeah. Yeah. What's, That's a really good point. What's the betting? He's going to get away with this. I think we will see the video. I think the video is going to be leaked of Jamal Bowman pulling those signs down. I think that. I think at that point, this point, that's an absolute certainty. It's it's either it's either wild coincidence. Um, I mean, I don't know. Is it coincidence that he just happens to be holding something the exact size and shape as those signs on the door as if as if he's setting up a scenario where he can say somebody must have gone through that door and triggered the alarm because the signs aren't on that door? Absolutely sickening. Yeah. I'm with you. 
<laughs> Brett Brown says fire alarm handles look like door handles all the time. I confuse my toothbrush for a hammer all the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, dude, I've, yes. I've put a hammer through my car window, confusing it for a door handle before now. Yeah. I think it's happened yeah. to the best of us, quite frankly. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it, it's ridiculous. Ridiculous to believe that anyone, least of all, a guy that ran fire drills in a public school. Right. It's ridiculous to believe that the man did not recognize a fire alarm when he's pulling it. Come on. Yeah. Unless he Jamal Bowman's even, telling us he can't read the word fire. He didn't even just hit the door like that. Okay. That still wouldn't have been believable, but that would have been at least a little bit more believable than I pulled the fire alarm handle on the yeah. wall. Yeah. And I want to make it clear just how preposterous this is. I don't care that he did it. Doesn't matter to me. I know. And again, under normal circumstances, absent any January 6th bullshit float around, I would say, yeah, it was clever. Right. Sneak a sneaky little shite. Uh, you know, I, I, and I'd be laughing about it, but because of what they did, they dug their, they, they boxed themselves into a corner with January 6th protesters at this point. And what Jamal Bowman did should now be classified as an insurrection. Right. And why aren't the media talking about it? Oh my God, an insurrection at the Capitol. Oh, this is most violent day we've experienced since January 6th. Oh my God. And look, the problem is not white nationalists. He's a white nationalist. Oh, I mean, he's the black face of he's white nationalists. He's the nationalism. new black face of white. He's yeah. the East Coast black face of white nationalism. Yes, the East Coast black face of white nationalism, Jamal Bowman. The, the hypocrisy is rampant. We right. see it. We see it. And they can try to gaslight us with this, this quite frankly, bullshit investigation of Bob Menendez. And that's right. all that is. It's just bullshit. It's designed to distract us so that they can say, oh, no, no, we're, we're, no, we're we'll fair and balanced. Yeah, we're fair and balanced. We're, we're, we're about equal justice. Yeah. Then come after Jamal Bowman. Show us, come after him the way you did January 6th protesters and right. show us that you're about equal justice. Let's see this fine upstanding New York Guido thug get at least two years in jail like like some grandmothers have received for simply walking into the Capitol, committing no other crime other than walking into the Capitol. Bill says it's, it's worse, worse than, than Pearl, Pearl Harbor. Harbor. Oh, God. But because it uh, didn't occur on the day they swore in a president, it doesn't count. All those Democrats... Yeah, all those. Yeah, thank you, Rubble. <laughs> yes, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, all these pearl clutching Democrats that that if any of them, if any of them at this point speak out publicly about January sixth, it's incumbent on us to shout them down. Right. To sh unless unless they send. Jamal Bowman as a sacrificial lamb to the wolves and put him in jail. And I'm not saying they should. I don't think, I don't think he should face any 
trouble for doing what he did. To me, this is a political prank. Oh, well, I'll get shh, not going to let me go home if uh, go home at three o'clock on a Friday. Screw them. That's what this is. This is the this is the kid in the school hallway that pulls the fire alarm because they want to go home and play video games because they don't want to take a test. Yeah, they don't want to take a test. That's what this is. But kids know that they're on video. But they but they set a precedent with insurrection. These right. false bogus claims of insurrection, which actually aren't false and bogus anymore, because now they have two convictions for um, insurrection, or whatever the whatever the charges the the conviction was at the end of the day. Um, what were the what were they ultimately convicted yeah. of? I mean, it was insurrection. Right. Is what it was. The, the Democrats, what they way back at the beginning, we told you here, all they need is one conviction, one conviction for insurrection to, to be able to rightfully claim right. it was an insurrection. And they got two of them. Uh, Rhodes was a seditious conspiracy. There you go. Is what Sedition, it was. Yes. Which is uh, which is a insurrection. But because they set that precedent and it is legal precedent at this point, because they did that, they need to go after Jamal Bowman with the full weight of the law, with those precedents in hand and lock that little bitch up. Right. And then say, sorry, bro. We thought, uh, we yeah. thought, we thought we could we have your back, but mm, our bad, our, yeah. ba our bad, um, off topic, but feta spinach filled pretzel in the Dublin airport is absolute heaven and it's making my 16 hour layover worth it well don't oh. eat 16 hours worth of them yeah no but it does sound quite tasty mm -hmm. feta spinach filled pretzel yum mm -hmm. they have a bar in the dub or they used to there used to be a great bar in the a pub in the dublin airport where Do you can not go get, get all some... 16 hours worth of spicy and sleep, <laughs> where, where sleep you, through getting on your plane where you can go get some nice guinness yeah and, get on your um, plane and then go night night Eight hours of eight hours of boozing, eight hours of sleep. Get on the plane sober. Job, job. Simple no, as that. No, you want to get on the plane good and toasty so you can sleep. You can go in the pub. You can drink some Guinness, play some spoons. How long is that? Is that an eight-hour flight? How long is that flight? Um, Dublin to here is probably. Well, I don't know where. I don't know where he's I flying to. Rumble, where are you flying into? London. Um, London is. Eight hours one way, ten come in the other. Atlanta to to Gatwick. Okay. Um, I believe it's eight coming back this way, ten going that way. I could have them reversed, so I'm going to say it's either seven or nine, depending on which way's faster. One way go. I can't remember which way's faster, but oh, Toronto. Oh, Toronto. Okay. Oh, um, and then Toronto to where? Because he lives down in the middle somewhere. I mm -hmm. think Iowa, Indiana. Mm -hmm. Illinois, one of those states that everybody mixes all together. Dublin, and by everybody, I mean me. Dublin, Toronto, I'm going to say is either eight or nine hours. Depending, uh, again, depending on which way the, again, London one way is faster Dublin, than Toronto, the other. Michigan to Iowa. Yeah, man, that's, that's a, that is a couple that's of days worth of time. travel yeah. right there. Yeah, it is. All right. Well, we're out of time, Danny. And again, yes, thank let's you. Get out of here. Thank you, Rumpel, for yes. a, another super chat. Yeah. 
Thanks, buddy. Be safe. We love so, you. It's amazing keeping me in Lay's potato chips here. Right. At six dollars. <laughs> we a love bag. you all. Yeah. Um, we're we'll gonna get Thursday. out of here, y'all. We love you. We appreciate you. We'll see you Thursday. Bye, Bye guys. Friend. See ya. <laughs>